Romero Lincoln. <laughs> wow, she has great timing. That was really good. <laughs> Silence. Oh, oh, it didn't. Straw didn't squeak the way you wanted it to. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Silence. I'll lick him if you want me. Silence. Silence. Maybe I should try. Silence. Oppenheimer. I myself am strange and unusual. Listen to Fred Radio. Nerd alert! See, this is the stuff that brings nerds together. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social, right? If I'm interested in it, then by definition, it is nerdy. My dad's a nerd. And welcome to episode 313 of Nerd Pride Radio. 313, anytime Donald Duck has a car, his license plate is almost always 313. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because originally his birthday was uh, believed to be March 13th. Uh, but it wasn't official, apparently, until sometime later when they retconned it in and said that his birthday was June 9th, and so now his license plate is just some mystery sequence of numbers. Oh, Illuminati, probably. Illuminati, probably, yes. So ask me how I'm doing today. Go on, ask me. How you doing? Not you, I was talking to her. What? Ask me how I'm doing today. I don't think she's giving us her full attention. Uh, anyway. How you doing? I am awesome. My name is Mike Jones, uh, and this is my, my lovely co-host, Aiden. Why, it's me. And uh, I am a Pathfinder slash D&D nerd, a history nerd, a sci-fi nerd, a comic book nerd, computer nerd, movie nerd, comedy nerd, science nerd, gaming nerd, plus. There's like seven other kinds of nerd I only wish I was nerdy enough to be you are listening to Nerd Pride Radio place where we go every week to hey run about all the nerd stuff that just won't fit in our collective skull anymore. Hey, that's listener betrayal right there. As always, oh, that's my wife sending me another new car. Sweet. As always, you're listening to the best smelling podcast on the internet. That's right. Nerd Pride smells exactly like an atomic lizard and a wet monkey. Hmm. So many died. So many died. I mean, even if they had evacuated the area... I mean, there are so many people dead. There's thousands of people died, and we didn't see a single one of them. I mean, well, maybe. You know what? I don't think we saw a lot of people die. You know what? We'll get to that when we do movies later. Right. All right anyway, uh, it is time for the meticulously applied portion of the podcast. Actually, it's not. It's not actually. Really? Because we got a little feedback. Oh, that does hurt. Right? How do you like it? 
I don't. All right. So uh, I got a little bit of uh, a feedback from uh, a couple listeners who said that uh, if we ever do uh, my new segment, uh, my friend John again. Yes. Uh, the way I worded it sounded like a uh, advice segment. So uh, I will add a fourth point to any further installments of the game where uh, you can give my friend John some advice. Oh, I think that's a great idea. I would, I would love that. In fact, in fact, I would love to. Have... And actually, that's a point you can get even if you don't know the character. I think you should do my friend John, same format, but I think he's asking John, your friend John in quotes, is asking for advice. And if I can give advice that then reveals that I know who John is, that would be the best way to handle it. I can right. give the advice first, revealing that I know the answer, and then we can right. we can uh, square up afterwards, and I can exactly. I think that would be lovely. All right, cool. Well, a good idea. You, whoever gave you that feedback, is really smart. You guys are great. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, now it's time for the meticulously pod portion of this podcast. This is the time for me and Aiden where we talk about all the interesting things that we stumble across during the course of our busy, busy lives. Uh, something tickles our nerd fancies during the course of the uh, intervening weeks when we're not on the microphone. We will add it to our master lists, and the very best off of those lists get spewed out all over you guys every time we record. You lucky dogs. And first on our list is a segment I like to call my friend, John. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Nerd Pride's favorite game show, you know, my friend, John, where uh, I will uh, pose some uh, problems that uh, come from my friend, John, to uh, Mike here, and uh, he'll give them advice. And uh, once advice is given, he can then uh, tell me if he knows my friend, John. Uh, you at home can play along. Uh, the, the first, uh, bit, uh, the, the, the first uh, story comes to, to us from my friend. We'll, we'll call him John. And... Uh, the issue is, is that he's kind of famous. Well, not yet. He, he will be famous. And uh, there's a few people who know this, so uh, a few corporate sponsors got sent back in time to kill him. And um, this seems like a problem he's going to be dealing with for quite some time. And, uh, I mean, I think his mom also had to deal with this. Uh, do, you, do you have any advice for for my friend John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. Uh, look, very clearly. You know what? Keep your head down. Live your life. Quit trying try to change the world. Because, honestly, it's not even you you're looking for. It's some alternate version of you, because apparently there are alternate timelines, and many of them. And nothing you do is going to affect the outcome that they were so worried about. So just live your best life, seriously. Um, you just you just can't rely on them at all. Except, except that uh, you can always rely on the T-1000 to look exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I guess you can count on that well. It, weird how weird how later models 
somehow aged. They they they, they explain that in uh, in one. Do of they? Movies. I didn't watch. Yeah, it's actually like a human skin cells on the T one thousand, so it actually ages. Gross. Right. <laughs> okay. And I can't name the actor that played John Connor because there were many. Through the context of the question, I gave you exactly which one. Really? Yep. Is it? Is it from Terminator Two? It is Terminator Two. I don't know the kid's name. I can't remember. I, if you if you tell me, I'll go. Oh yeah, duh. it's Edward Furlong. Thank you. So that's uh, that's three points for you. All right, all right, I'll go. All right, uh, the next one comes to us from uh, my friend, John. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's kind of a bad guy. He, he's in high school, and uh, he, he gets detention a lot. Okay, can, can I just stop you here? I, I have more. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> See, the, 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 the first week was fine because he had five of his friends there, but then he racked up seven more weeks of detention. Uh-huh. And I, I guess his question is, how is he going to pass the time in those seven weeks of detention? Ooh. Wow. Um, all right. Can't believe you got it at detention. <laughs> well, yeah, come on. So come on. It's, look, oh. Um, like, like, literally, they named Bender after this guy. <laughs> That's what a bad dude he was. So, uh, um, okay, what what can you do to entertain yourself in detention for those seven extra weeks? I mean, two months, two two months. Well, first of all, two he's, months he's got. He's, he's going to shut his mouth first right? and foremost. Um, actually, at this point. I, have you have you learned any lessons? Is there any? I mean, like I think the lesson I learned when I was in detention uh, at uh, Shermer High School in Shermer, Illinois, is that you can get away with murder in that place on a Saturday. <laughs> like, <laughs> like honestly, just I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't go like you know blazing up in the library or anything. Okay. Uh, but you can still get away with a lot, right? Because the principal's an idiot. So, yeah, I don't know. Sneak some friends in. What about that hot chick you're dating now? I mean, I'm guessing that that's only going to last like a week and a half before she finally gets sick of you. But, you mm-hmm. know, sneak her in. You guys can hang out. Make out behind the stacks. Whatever it is you guys do. I don't care. I mean, come on. Seriously. Make a good time of it. Uh, just don't... Just honestly, honestly, avoid pissing off, uh, pissing off the principal again, because obviously... Um, he is not afraid to give you weeks of detention. Right, exactly. He's not afraid to add on more detention and freaking essays. Right? Who the hell makes you write an essay in detention about, about who the hell you right. think you are? Right? <laughs> Your mom's funny. Um, so anyway... Uh, it is John Bender. Yeah. From the movie The Breakfast Club. Yep. Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, you need a haircut. Your mom just said you need a haircut. But, but, but who, who played John Bender? <sighs> okay. It was, 
There it is. Anthony Michael Hall. Right. Molly Ringwald. Yes. Emilio Estevez. Yes. Um, Ali Sheedy. Yes. Uh, Gleason. What's, what's his first name? Can't remember. Brandon Gleason? Ah, I don't remember. Um, and then, why am I drawing a blank on the actor that played Bender? Thank you, Judd Nelson. I am not giving you that point. What I you said I could phone a friend. I did not say you could and phone I didn't a use friend. a phone. So Which one? Paul Gleason. There you go. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, the next one uh, comes to us from uh, an old buddy of mine, uh, John. We'll call him. Okay. And uh, uh, he he's worked as a sailor for many years. Uh, he used to be a pirate. And, uh, well, through some sheer luck, a boy in a small town has run into a map to a treasure he was looking for back in his pirate days. And so he has now taken this boy under his wing as they sail Got towards it. this treasure. Got it. But... I'm terribly afraid that he's going to betray this kid. Right? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So he needs advice from me? He, he I, I, guess, I guess the advice is, should he b- betray this boy he's taken under his wing as almost a son for all the wealth in the world, or is family more important? Okay, uh, now... Oh, man. All right. That is a hard one because, first off, is this John from Treasure Planet? Or is he from Treasure Island? Ooh, that's a great question. I already gave you the answer to that. You just have to remember what I said. You you said... You said he was going to sail away, but they sail in both versions. Right. It was before that. I don't know. Either way, look. My advice is... Can't... Can't you use the kid until you get the treasure and then... Like, don't betray him too early. I mean, like... Yeah, that would be a real blunder, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, wait wait till, like, this is all locked down. Yeah, I mean, you got to really put a ring on this thing before you before you go betraying somebody, because otherwise you're just going to wind up getting... Getting thwarted. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know... I don't know which one it is. I didn't pay attention to that. <sighs> well, sorry, I'm going to give you the one point for the advice on this. But I said it was an old friend of mine. Meaning, oh. I've never seen Treasure Island. Oh. Uh, yes, this is Long John Silver from Treasure Planet, played by uh, Brian Murray. Really? Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. Brian Doyle Murray. All right. 
Oh, I sucked at this round. You're making them harder, which is good. Right, right. I, I want to get him, make them a little more vague this time around. Okay. And uh, I am sorry that last one was a trick question designed to trip you up. Okay, no, no, and that's fine. That's fine. Tell you what. But that uh, that is the segment, and that is the end of our show. Uh, you know, my friend, John. All right, all right, all right. Let me let me then turn this around. This is a segment you, uh, you've never been a party to before, uh, a segment called Right Said Thread. Oh. Wait, let, I I do the music myself for this one. I'm too sexy for my forums. It was forums. God, it's been it has been literally years since I've done this. Let me start over. I'm too sexy for my forums. Too sexy for my forums. The way I'm disco dancing. See, that's it. All right. Sometimes people say some really funny stuff in my forums, and therefore uh, I like to bring those threads here to you and uh, and share the funny. And what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to recreate a thread. Uh, my brother Kyle uh, on the forums created a thread entitled, here it is, Dumb But Fun Group Magic. And it involves these colored cards. All right. And uh, Kyle was very good about this. He, he set this up so that everybody could participate all at once. Uh, but I'm going to just do this just with you. So looking at these five colored cards. Yeah. Right. I need you to pick pick a number off of any one of those cards. Got it. The numbers are from 1 to 30. So yep. just, yeah, you've got your number in your head? Well, it's not from 1 to 30 because there's some missing. Well, no, no, no. But if you if all all the numbers on all five cards yeah. are going to be numbers from 1 to 30. Okay. So, um, so you've picked out the number you like. Yeah. All right, good. Now, don't tell me what the number is, but looking at the yellow card. Yeah. All right, is your number on the yellow card? No. No. All right. Wait, yes. Oh, wow. All right. Then in that case, um, let's look at the blue and purple cards, both of them. Yep. All right. Is your number on one of those cards? Both of those cards? Neither of those cards? Both. It's on both. All right. Excellent. All right. Now, uh, going back to the yellow card. Yeah. All right. Add five to your number. Uh is that number on the yellow card? Yes. Wow. Oh, we're doing really well here. All right. All right. Now, red and green. Okay. Uh, one. Both. Neither. Uh, one. Just on one. Which one? Uh, red. Red. Excellent. All right. So, now, taking a look at all of this. Wow. I can say... I pooped your pants. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Andrew numbers twenty-three, but <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just made. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Kyle went through this. It took a, a long time. He went through all of this. There's a couple days worth of stuff, and he keeps asking the questions back and forth, and everyone's answering. And finally, he gets to the end, and, you know, there were like five of us playing. He's like, all right, okay, Mike, I pooped your pants. Calvin, I pooped your pants. And he <laughs> gets all the way through the list. And the last one, Flame Blade, your number's four. <laughs> but then if you check the white text, he also gave us all of our, our, all of our card numbers. And, and after white Flame, text, I pooped your pants. Yeah, and then Flame Blade, I also pooped your pants. <laughs> I'm glad that's catching on. Isn't that great? I... I, look, I don't know if it's gone anywhere beyond me and you and Kyle, who annoys his family with it. 
I still think it's brilliant. So, um, all right, that was right said thread. Thank you, Kyle. I, I thought that was genius. I greatly, greatly enjoyed that. Um, all right, next up, where are we now? Oh, I know. Uh, it's time for the science fiction double feature. Science fiction double feature. That's right. Here at Nerd Pride Radio, you get not one but two movies for the same low, low price. First, let me do uh, let, let me do the old one first because it won't be as exciting. Fine. Okay. First, uh, I saw Happy Death Day to You. That's the most recent movie I've seen other than this one we just saw today. Uh, and Happy Death Day to You was good. It was fun. Uh, it wasn't as good as the first one. They had to pack a lot more into it, and it made a little less sense than the first one. Uh, but ultimately, it was the same campy humor. It was the same uh, the same wild sci-fi, uh, time-looping travel stuff. Uh, they added in some alternate dimensions. And overall, I had a good time with it. Like I say, not, not nearly as coherent as the first one, but... Uh, but good, really good. And Aiden, you've seen Happy Death Day, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. How many times did she die in, ha- in Happy Death Day? Uh, en- enough that you know she she names the exact number when in the second oh. movie, which starts literally the next day. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, and she says, "No, no, I've done this already. Trust me, I've died eleven times." Oh. And I'm like, "That was it? Just eleven? I would have swore it was a lot more than that." It felt a lot more Groundhog Day-ish, where he died thousands upon thousands of times. But, uh-huh. um, to a point where he could list every event as it happens right. in the whole town. Right. So, uh, But that's not the important part. The important part is not Happy Death Day to you. That's just filler, because we needed a second movie. Yeah. The important movie is that, mm-hmm. being fully vaccinated, we went out and we saw uh, we saw Godzilla vs. Kong in oh the theater. Oh my god! And... Uh, and okay, look, it's is, so is it, good. Is it is it just that it's the first movie I've seen in a theater in over a year? Maybe is it that I got to see it with my whole family and it was so great getting to spend all this uh, quality Easter time together? Maybe, but we had a blast. This movie was so good. All right, here's the thing: if you want to if you want to watch a a uh, a movie like Godzilla vs Kong. Watch it while sitting next to Aiden. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. He sat there with a stupid grin on his face, his fists balled up, shaking like a happy toddler. The whole movie. It was so good. (laughs) Every single thing that came up, either he knew what was going to happen because he's very familiar with Godzilla lore, or... He was so thrilled that it did happen because it's just like the oh my god it's a, I can't I don't know how much I want to give away to you guys but it, it was a really fun movie. Look, unlike past entries in the uh, legendary uh, kaiju series of movies, this one did not skimp on the monster fights. It knew exactly what it was and it was not playing around. Recommendation. Recommendation. Don't. Between two Kong fans. Uh huh. Don't yeah. Don't sit between two kaiju fans. Maybe bring one, but don't sit between two. Because you get spoilers. I didn't. I didn't know (laughs) that it was going to happen. Aiden's on one side. 
his brother Jacob is on the other side, and poor Lisa's in the middle. Which, by the way, Lisa also really, really enjoyed this film. Um, but she said it was it was bizarre having them have the, having them provide the same information in stereo from either side of her. Not so, knowing that. Yeah. Not. Yeah. I, I had no idea. So um, the thing was a blast. The the, the kaiju fights were amazing. Um, so many people must have died. Oh, I mean, oh. Hong Kong takes a beating in this film. And a military base. Yeah, but... And several military... Pff, whatever. Yo, look, look, look. Yeah, the, the battle at sea was unbelievable. The, like... Oh, my God. Uh, okay, spoiler. Spoiler. If, if, if you don't want spoilers, skip, like, three minutes, Ed. King Kong... Hopscotching across aircraft carriers. Look, to me, it was like like the whole battle over the ocean seems really, really unfair when you're Kong, right? Okay, but then they get to Hong Kong, which is named for Kong. Clearly, this is his this is his home turf, and right? They gave the man an axe, and <laughs> and for me, it was like. I could just see Kong going, yeah, yeah, try that crap on land. You know, I mean, seriously, that was, <laughs> it was so much fun. And uh, I, there's there's more than just the two of them. Uh-huh. There is so much going on in this film. It is so over the top and ridiculous. I am a sucker for alien endemic life. And this just, this got me so good. It was It was really, really fun. Um, and again, I, I don't know that we saw a single, hu- I don't know that we witnessed a single human death in this film. Uh, like, I can't remember. A, yeah, we did. Which one? Uh, the, the, the one off the top of my head, uh, the jet pilot when, uh, Godzilla is attacking the military base. Didn't that guy eject at the last second? No, that's the one over the ocean. Oh, all right, but okay, but I mean, like, there's there's sections where you see you see the entire vehicle get crushed, and you know that they're all dead, but we didn't see them die. We just saw. Okay, and I, I just didn't remember because honestly, when you're when you're doing a Superman versus Batman over Hong Kong, um. Thousands of people had to have died. I mean, it's a Superman versus Batman. Superman and Batman were, you know, a hundred stories tall. Right? Martha! So, yes, Lisa? And I know they're Titans, but can they hook their car onto a rope and swing? <laughs> well, wait, wait, no, oh don't, don't get ahead no, of us. Hold on, hold don't on. Get ahead we're of getting us. there. Oh, my God. We have an announcement. We're getting there. Oh, my God. All right. I, I, I have finally gotten to the point where... I we, okay. This has been this has been coming. This we is, we need to see all of the Fast and Furious movies. I am I have not seen a single Fast and the Furious Neither movie. Neither have in I. My life. I am going to have to watch all of them just so that I can watch nine. Oh my god! Because nine, they move, they've I had mean, this thing in the can they're, they're, for a while, and a a, a twenty five millimeter machine gun firing at an armored truck, uh, a car getting picked up. Buy a fighter jet, a car hooking a rope 
onto its wheel well, driving off a cliff and then swinging over a ravine. I have no. I mean, like, no, no, that that was no rope. I mean, he's the the that vehicle was Tarzaning its way across this ravine on a vine. Okay, <laughs> I. What was what? Uh, what was the uh, uh, what was the Chinese movie? Uh, Tokyo Drift. No, that's Japanese. Crazy No, although you're getting closer. The original Godzilla by Toho. No, the movie where they uh, moved to the planet. Oh, 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 oh! The Wandering Earth. Wandering Earth. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's 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 that level of awesome ridiculousness, but really stupid. Thank you. There was yeah that level of of as far over the top as you can humanly get, which. As I understand it, is what the Fast and the Furious movies have been since five. Uh-huh. But I've just never seen them. And I mean, like, I'm guessing that it's just this this increasing progression as they just they go, Oh well we thought we pulled out the stops, but we found a few more stops over here. Let's pull those. And <laughs> look, the thing is like I'm sure that that ravine had a few sharks in it. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Look, we're watching. I mean, this is all of this information is just coming from the trailer. That's right. all. We're watching the trailer, and yeah, the trailer has the. I mean, these, it's supposed to be a car chase movie, and yet all of a sudden there's the huge armored vehicles and the big machine guns, and then what a fighter jet of what is that a stealth bomber? What what is and and it's got Charlize Theron in it. And, uh, and John, John Cena? Cena? Yeah. Although I didn't see him in the trailer. You didn't see John Cena? No. He's Dom's brother. I didn't see him at all in there. I, are you making a joke here? You can't see me? John what? Cena's thing when he was a wrestler... I don't know that at all. Oh, it's a whole meme that John Cena's invisible. God, and do you know? Do you do you know why the Rock's whole family had to had to go and get tested for COVID? Because they couldn't smell what the Rock was cooking. Okay, there. That's the wrestling <laughs> reference I know. Also, okay. also a joke from Jacob. That's so. that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway. Uh, Fast and Furious 9, whatever the title of this thing is. I didn't even, I, the, the title didn't even register on me. Look, it's just F9 at this point. They don't even care. It is. It is. The, the, that trailer was the thing that finally pushed me over the edge and convinced me that I have to watch all of these movies mm-hmm. now. So here I have, I have some, you know, 17 to 20 hours worth of car chases to watch. But, uh, I'll get through it because, uh, man, I'm sold. So anyway, uh, did you want to do G's Netflix? I would like to do G's Netflix, yes. All right, G's Netflix has a lot of crappy horror movies. Uh, actually, real quick, before I, uh, boy do they ever, uh, it is just called Fast and Furious 9. Wow, that is anticlimactic. Or F9 for short, I guess I was right. Okay. Anyway, and boy do they ever. So, I only have two movies this week. Uh-huh. One that is probably one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Okay. And one that is a horror movie that I love. All right. I'm on board. Let's go. So, uh, let's start with the one I love in traditional fashion. 
and that is uh, Monsters: The Dark Continent. That sounds familiar. I don't. I know it I haven't seen it. It's a sequel to it, the it, Monsters movie. Okay. And these movies is that, is that connected to ah uh, real monsters? No. <laughs> okay. I I knew it. Wasn't. So in Monsters, these eldritch horrors spontaneously appear from we don't know where. And the main focus of this movie isn't about the monsters themselves. It's about living in a world with them around. Okay. And it's it's a beautiful commentary less about the monsters and more on being human. Okay. Like, I have never been so happy to see a giant monster movie focus so much on people. Really? Yes. And the sequel? <coughs> oh. You alright? Yeah, I'm sorry. I couldn't even get to the sneeze button in time. Well, cough button, but... Oh, no. No. Yeah, I have to just deal with that one, so sorry. But uh, And I'm probably going to cough now. The Dark Continent follows through perfectly. Because uh, a guy enlists to the army and he is sent to the Middle East where they uh, have to work on getting rid of these giant eldritch beings while also keeping peace with the locals, which they're not doing great. Okay. And really, it's a speed run of the horrors of war because they go through all of them. And by the end of the movie, it is it is an emotional roller coaster to a point where I need a third one. Really? I'm not going to spoil anything for this movie because it's immaculate and you should go watch it. Okay. But I need a third one. Wow. All right, cool. Look, dude, it sounds... Your... Your uh, portrayal of the first movie, as well as this as its uh, sequel, um, that has me sold already. I'm, I am interested in seeing uh, the human side of living in a world full of monsters. I find that I find that fascinating. Give me just a second. I have to make sure I get the title of this horrible, crappy horror movie properly. Hillary's America. As much as I would love. Ah, uh, yes. Curse of the Mayans. Mm. Oh. Go ahead. This does not sound promising at all at okay. this point. So, Ancient Aliens. Mm-hmm. Now that's it. Really? And you only get to see them for like four seconds. But they're still around, right? I don't know. They're kind of just in a hole out in, out in the peninsula. Uh-huh. And uh, instead of their uh, massive, horrifyingly powerful reptilian bodies, all they want is human bodies so they can take over the world. Ew. I'm sorry it's so lame. Like Eminem? How does she do that? She is really good at this. She's been, she has been a podcast heckler for years. Anyway, it wouldn't be so bad. If the movie wasn't so slow and boring. Huh. Okay. And 
it feels like someone who actually believes in an ancient alien conspiracy made this movie. Uh-huh. Like, like that's the level of who I think made this movie. Okay, I can see that. It's... You'd have to see it to believe it, but please don't see it. Huh, did we... Wait a minute. I'm sorry, speaking of ancient aliens, when we watched the Indiana Jones movie challenge, we watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and yet somehow I don't remember the ending of it. I mean, I remember the ending. It's almost as if Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is a really forgettable movie. Well, it wasn't... It wasn't as bad, um, interestingly. It wasn't as bad having seen all four movies together. We watched them all in one week. And one was awesome, two sucked, three was awesome, and four, Crystal Skull, was not bad. When you put it in context, looking at it right next to the others, like watching them all right in a row, no, they're all about on the same level. They did the same kind of stuff. They did the same ridiculous, wild stunts. They did the same illogic. It just happened to be that, I mean, in, you know, in the first one, in the first one, you know, what if the Ark of the Covenant is real? In the second one, it was oh, really kind of culturally insensitive, uh, taking this quote-unquote primitive magic and and yeah, anyway, that one was bad. But then the third one was the the Holy Grail, and then the fourth one was Ancient Aliens. I mean, these are all you know wild archaeological theories that that it takes Indiana Jones to prove that they actually uh-huh. existed. Um, and uh, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Anyway, I'm way off topic. You were talking about the Curse of the Mayans, which well, sounds rocking. Yeah, there's um, not much to talk about. Like, it is... I don't think I've ever seen an E-list movie until I've seen Curse of the Mayans. Nice. Okay. Like, Um, I'm not joking about that either. It it looks like they had the budget of a shoestring, and then the IRS came and audited them and took the shoestring. Did you... Alright. Is there any chance that this movie... Involved, involved uh, a bunch of young twenty-somethings standing around on top of of a uh, a Mayan pyramid for a long time. And I, God, I was watching just just you say Curse of the Mayans. It's available on Tubi. If that tells you anything, I don't know if I saw Curse of the Mayans because I only saw like. A twenty-minute scene where there's there's like four of them, and they're stuck on top of this Mayan oh, pyramid, no. and it was oh, I can't remember what that one was. Anyway, it was garbage, whatever it was. Yeah. But uh, okay, but not the same movie. But Curse of the Mines may be the worst horror movie I've ever seen. Wow, worse than Hillary's America. I mean, I don't know if that counts as a horror movie. I mean, I was horrified watching it, but I don't know if that classifies it as a horror movie. All right, all right, cool. So uh, one good, one bad. One good, one horrendous. Let's let's not mince words here. Nice. All right, well, then that's it for the meticulously plugged portion of this podcast. Except for the second round of my friend John. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just. <sighs> pa.
Nomadic. Hot dog. This is the Nerd Pride Radio Pod Omatic. At the end of every cast, we bring out R2 and his fully pimped out Podomatic bubble. And he rolls up random topics for us to talk about. And where these topics come from, yes, well, that is where you guys come in. If you want to hear us hey Ron about something, you send your question or topic to me by email, or better yet, in a private message on my forums, I'll add it to my Podomatic list because Podomatic is about whatever you want it to be. And our first number is uh, 32. Yeah, it's on your side, man. You're in charge. I'm in charge? I mean, until I take it away from you, yeah. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. This one's from Kyle. Well, hi, Kyle. Kyle says, you're raving about Pathfinder 2.0. I own every core rulebook for version 1.0 and around eight full adventure paths. 2.0 sounds cool, but is it really worth the financial investment again? Yes. Eh, you know what? Take it or leave it. I mean, honestly, I love 2.0. Look, I, look, I, yeah, I, I like 2.0. I like 1.0. I prefer 5e, though. Okay. You're a communist. Go away. Now, um... Oh, I'm sorry. I just trust, you know, syndicated corporations like, uh, you know, wizards. Whatever. Um, you, you'll, <laughs> you'll Paizo start up? That's, that's right. Paizo. The, the upstart rebels. The Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although, they do have the superior goblins. Yeah, I I love... I love 2.0, and uh, I wish I... Um, I wish I was playing more because uh, I really want to explore this system harder. Uh, and but it's just been fun. And and um, but you know, if you already have all of the books and you already have a whole bunch of adventures and you've got tons of material to game with, you know, you've got enough gaming stuff to carry you on for a few years. So okay, play that out, whatever. And then by the time you decide you want to jump into a different system. If that ever comes, then you know what? Maybe there'll be something even better than 2.0. You never know. I mean, there's still people like out there. Like 5e. There are still people out there playing uh, the original uh, D&D basic expert, etc. sets. Why would, you, why would you hurt yourself like that? There are still people who play... Elf was a class. Right. There are still people who play Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, even though... That is a very flawed and cobbled together ad hoc sort of thing. Hey, blah, 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 blah. It did have the Hecaton Kyrie, so. Look, it was. I played that game for years, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. I had a great time because the system is less important than the people you're playing with and the stories you're telling. Right. That's but, why I played DD. But, um, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons was also just terribly dense and very hard to get into. And because, uh,. There was no unified underlying theme. It was like they kind of cobbled together what sounded good. So um, so your bonuses for intelligence and your bonuses for dexterity were were wildly different. Like like some some stats, you didn't get a bonus until you had a score of 15 or 16. Whereas others, the bonuses started at 13. But that also meant that anything from 8 to 12 was all identical. Meant nothing, and then but strength. Strength is so damn important in this game that well, everybody's got an eighteen strength. We need a way to differentiate who's got the better eighteen. So if you had an eighteen, you then also added on a percentile roll to determine how strong an eighteen you had, and right, and the difference between an eighteen zero one and an eighteen zero zero 
was enough that it was like an extra plus two or plus three. Like, Here's the it was ridiculous. In my campaign, I wing it so hard that I've got a character with a 26 strength right now. Hey, look, I still... One of my favorite games was Genre Clash, where I brought together five players. Six, maybe? Five? I don't remember. And I just said, bring me your favorite character. From oh. any any game, any setting, any world, doesn't matter. Bring me your favorite character. And so some of them brought me uh, stuff from their favorite games, but most people just created something new and just said, here's, here's who I want to play. And so... Kaz wanted to be a uh, a Vietnam vet with PTSD who is also a werewolf. <laughs> Whoa! He was brilliant. Flame wanted to play uh, a, a Beastmaster style uh, Master of Birds. Oh. Right. Um, <laughs> Dave wanted to be a genetically modified human physicist from the future who is also a master class cellist. <laughs> Dave, want to talk about some stuff? I mean, it was fantastic. And we took them all together. And I mean, it's like, like this werewolf is powerful enough to destroy all sorts of stuff. And, you know, the cellist is a cellist. All right. And yet we put him in the same game. We let him go. The bad guy was a D&D style vampire minotaur who had taken over a space station and that's almost as good as my unicorn minotaur right and they're all and they're all being there they've all been summoned here through magic the greatest heroes across space and time have all been summoned to one place to save us because the space station we live in is an organic being and so the vampire has now infected it and he's slowly spreading and so the entire space station is now becoming a vampiric creature and we had such a blast no 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 keep keep talking i just got to write some notes down <laughs> it was so much fun um, if anyone is in any of my campaigns listening just just stop listening about 4 minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so and that's my lesson for and the system i was using i was using a, a, a homebrewed system called story system which has now kind of I used my own evolved. homebrewed system too based on 5e. Right. But my my homebrew system was uh was really bad at the time. <laughs> it's gotten better. I've fixed it up. I've created it and changed it into what I'm using for uh um for all of my uh kids horror games. But uh I mean, I am working on my full from the ground up uh uh the RPG system. Nice. And it is based around uh ridiculous superheroes. Oh, nice. Um like uh you get two randomly generated superpowers and then you build a character around that. So, uh one of the ones that I got rolled up to test some stuff was uh uh superhuman strength and time control. Okay. So, I made him a 1920s pugilist in Beautiful. steampunk style. Beautiful. It- because I would love to have something like that when and he's you do... the clock cleaner, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am so in love with that idea. Because I would love to do something like that where, yeah, you just get... Your character is just a couple of random elements. Right. Thrown together. And you know what? If they suck... 
That's okay. Right. The you, game. You've the, seen how my random rolling system for five E. Right. And so you wind up with. I would love to be in in something like that where it's not really how powerful you are; it's how well you're telling this story. And yeah, so the powers aren't great. Use them creatively, and maybe you're the guy who who dumb lucks his way through it because it sounds like this lends itself to comedy anyway. Oh yeah. And so therefore, you know, you just, but but we wound up uh, um, in in the genre clash that we played. We had. All the big powerhouses were off hunting down the Minotaur, while the cellist and the um, the bookish wizard from uh, from some D and D style game, uh, Earth Dawn, um, the two of them decided to go off together and and do research in the computer records to try and hunt down uh, more information about it. And until eventually they find the right information, we track down the Minotaur, we bring all of our stuff together, find a way to win. I can't remember the the ending of it, but. It was pretty epic. Yeah? So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time with that one. So, hey, oh, hey, we should probably roll again. Oh, yeah, we... Wow, that was a long first... 31. 31. Uh, 31 is... Really? Okay. Is it from Kyle? Uh, no, no, no. It's from... It says random. random. Is that just me? I think that's just me. I think I... Think I I came up with something that wasn't much of a topic, and so I just threw it on the list and put random next to it. Uh, I have no idea. All right. Well, hey, random. Because the question is, I, but this doesn't sound like a question I'd ask. It says, what type of undead would you most like to be? Ooh, ooh, easy. Vampire. Done. Yeah? If I could just be so charming that people let me turn them into undead... Okay, yeah, I suppose if you're going to be one of those vampires. That's the only kind of vampire, let's be honest. No, 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 this 28 days later shit. It, that was, you know what, vampires... Sorry, 20, 20, 20 days of night. Uh, yeah, 28 days of night. That's the one I was um, No, 30, it, actually, it's, it's actually 30 days of night. 28 days, 28, yes it is. But 28 days, days later is the zombie one. Right, um... And I was going to sit here and, and nitpick a fight here about how vampires didn't become the charismatic, charming, blah, 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 until Bram Stoker made them that way. But the question does say, what type of undead would you like to be? I mean, they're all fictional, so therefore, right. um, yeah, I I don't see anything a whole lot better Dude, than if I get to be vampire. immortal and keep my sanity. Right? That's... Yeah, because I mean things like like uh, you know your immortal lich, but you're still rotting away. You're still really gross looking. Yeah, yeah. We do go out and dance at a club. You can't do that. You're gonna lose an arm. I don't know Zycon would. Yeah, but again, you'd lose an arm. Well, maybe if your if your magic is keeping you uh, in this perpetual state of undeath, it can keep your bones together at least. That seems to be the way. Yeah, because ghost is so limiting. Um, zombie is right out. Ghoul. Ugh, gross. Depends on what kind of ghoul. Yeah. Look, I have I have created some ghoul characters in games that I think are really badass, and I would love to play that character. But if I had to be it in real life, yeah, no Well, thanks. here, because there's the D&D kind of ghoul, which is just like a zombie, except you dig up corpses. 
Right. Or you could do something like the anime Rosario Vampire kind of ghoul where you can kick planets apart. So, I mean... Okay, it balances, I suppose. But I'm still going to go with vampire. All right, last yeah, one. Yeah, vampire, straight up. Last one, because we went longer than I thought. Uh, 17. 17. Good thing you're rolling low, because we only have 96. If you go too high in the 90s, we're, we're out of uh, entries here. So. Um, all right. This one comes from Lisa. And Lisa asks, is the term Karen woman-hating... Is Karen a misogynistic Depends term? Depends how it is used. It, yeah. Karen is... Because I have called plenty of men Karen. How is it different than using the term bitch? Because... Yeah, because when you use it against a man, not only is he acting like a Karen, but you then... You're throwing on that extra denigration of, of acting bitch, like a woman. Bi- yeah, bi- you're, bitch you're is, demasculating him. Bitch is a more general term for an unpleasant woman. While Karen is a more specific term for that self-entitled, the world owes me something but, kind of person. But, here's and here's the problem I have with it, is that what I see a lot... I understand... I understand the very specific... And again, I I did say it depends on how it's used. The very specific use of the term Karen to refer to the kind of woman... Who will ask to see the Or person in general. Yeah, who who clearly does not understand, or understands all too well maybe, her own privilege, and thus... is, it feels like she's entitled to things that clearly any sane person looking in from the outside would realize that no, you're not. Uh, you're just, you're being ridiculous. Um, but I also have seen too much usage of it, where especially men use Karen to refer to any woman who disagrees with them. I is have being not a Karen. Seen that. I have seen that um, because it's it's more it's more of a thing of of men my age who um, who are also entitled themselves. Uh-huh. And so for them, Karen is a derogatory term for for any any woman who who disagrees with me, any woman who puts demands on me. I guess I've just being, never seen that. Is being unreasonably uh, unreasonably entitled if she thinks she can talk to me that way. Whatever boomer. Yeah. Exactly my point. Millennial. Is that an insult? Ha! Huh, look at you. The generations before you completely ruined the world and all you're doing is trying to struggle to live. Ha! What a loser. Well, first off, you generally... I mean, I know you're playing a part now, but you generally get very insulted when I call you a millennial. No, so, I don't. Yeah, you do. I, I, I get insulted when you call me Gen Z. No, you always remind me that you are a zillennial. Yeah, because I'm in this hellish middle ground where I don't belong to either group. No one accepts me, but I relate to both. And that's where your superpowers come from. Dude, I cannot wait to see Generation Alpha go their first year without anyone wearing a mask around them. Generation Alpha? And then they get to talk about... I still don't like like, that. Was it just me, or when we were growing up, did a lot of people wear masks? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just I don't like the term Generation Alpha. Well, I hope uh, it doesn't catch on. Uh, un- unless you come up with something better, I guess. 
but I don't Boomers like Boomers 2, Electric Boogaloo. No, that was that was Generation Z. They were the second oh, I'm Boomers. Sorry. Uh Quarantine Kids? Ew. Uh well, wait, wait ten years and then they're the quarantines. Ooh, alright. I'll go with that one. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Now it's time. For number four. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a four! Thank you. Not so loud. Um, hey, what was the last thing you took a picture of? Asks your mom. Alright, I'll open up my camera roll. Oh no! Oh no, I can't talk about that on the podcast. Oh god! It's my entire Care Bear collection! <laughs> Come on now. Oh, uh, here it is. Why why do we have a picture of your pruny fingers? Because I sent a text that said, Oh God, help, I need my fingerprint to clock out at work and I'm trapped. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I couldn't clock out because my fingers were so pruny. Okay, here's the last thing I took a picture of. Are you ready? Yeah. I know what it is. It's a cursed image. That's right. Uh, no, it, it is, uh, uh, yes, it was when, uh, Noah and Jacob and Aiden were all, why, why were you guys, tor- who was being tortured? Noah. All right, so Jacob and Aiden were, had pinned Noah down in his bedroom, had him on his bed, and were torturing him. And so as they're all wrestling in there, threatening to break this teeny tiny little bed, uh, my wife comes in and jumps on top of all of them, thus increasing Noah's suffering. And so I got a picture of, uh, of all four of them wrestling. Uh, I, I guess the last one next to that is uh, bad employees get turned to meat spaghetti. Whoa. You know what's weird? What? The one I have before that? <laughs> bad employees get turned to meat spaghetti? It's, it's hamburger being pushed through a meat grinder. Wow. Also... I, f- I, f- I found this at work. What, a 7XL shirt? Yeah. Oh, man. Who's wearing 7XL? I have not seen anyone. But that's just one of the sizes available in the closet of uh, work clothes? It has a name on it. Oh. It's got a name on it. Wow. That's fascinating. Uh, okay, la- la- last one on my camera roll. Uh, I took this on the third floor of the building I work in. Okay, let me see. Um, wow. Here's an exit door on the third floor. Oh, well, but it's right next to the door that says not an exit. <laughs> that's weird. One leads to salvation, the other to certain doom. I assume that's a fire escape outside that door. There are no fire escapes on that that's building. That's got to be a fire escape. That's there, got to be an ex-fire escape. There are zero. Have you gone outside to look and see if there's I a have, door there? At the end of my shift, I've walked around the whole building. Not one. Not a one fire escape. But is there a door there? Yeah. All right. It is a door to a sheer drop. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, uh, GLaDOS, why don't you give us a recap of this week's episode so far? Remember when the platform was sliding into the fire pit and I said goodbye and you were like, No way. And then I was all, we pretended we were going to murder you. That was great. 
This podcast co- podcast is copyright 2021 by Nerd Pride Radio. The opening and closing theme is Death Metal Disco by Ian Cronk, as performed by Black Dove Underground. And my bumper music this week was... Uh, Little Birdhouse in Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. Birdhouse in Your Soul by They Might Be Giants. Very good. Uh, all the songs I use are available on iTunes or... Oh, so is that it? Or Spotify science or... Fiction oh, feature? Science Fiction Double Feature by me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Sorry, I'm bad at this game. Uh... Spotify, other music services, wherever. Check them out, listen to them, buy them, enjoy them. I wouldn't put these songs in my podcast if I didn't love them. You want to help out Nerd Pride? Subscribe to this podcast uh, and uh, with whatever podcatcher you use and write us a nice review or a crappy review, just as long as you give us five stars to trick the algorithm. Well, it's not a trick because you love us, so you're just expressing your love in in uh, in the only way you know. All right. Uh algorithm hey you want to do something super nice for this podcast recommend it to your friends because if you're enjoying it seriously spread the word let other people enjoy it as well word of mouth is my bread and butter people remember i am always looking for you listeners to do my work for me so don't forget to send me questions and topics for the podomatic seriously uh we're now down to 92 so we have eight blank spaces on this list now. now i need to ask you a question mike yes how bad do you want questions like, so badly that I'm willing to accept them from your friends? Sure. All right. That was, I was just, in fact, I was just about to launch into, hey, hey, uh, Aiden's friends, most of you that I know listen to this podcast have yet to submit, not all of you, most of you have yet to submit me any, any automatic questions. So uh, uh, feel free to send them to me or through Aiden if you need to. Um, Ryan, and, go nuts. And if you want to just do... One or two, go for it. If you want to send me a list of 20 or 30 of them, we'll put them all in. Everything gets used. So uh, Actually, I can guarantee that we'll get a bunch. Yeah? Ryan, I bet you can't write me 150 questions. You won't. No balls. <laughs> Stop it. Ryan, you do whatever you want, man. We appreciate you. Coward. <coughs> God darn it. We have a cough button. Why don't I use it? Oh, no. I get what you're doing now. (laughs) I will never remember to do that. Dude, dude, you could just replace all your coughs and sneezes with that clip. (laughs) Oh, my God. I totally should. Yeah? Oh, oh, yeah, that is a problem. Uh, Hold on. Uh, uh, You know what? Uh... My contact information, Mike at NerdPrideRadio.com uh, or at NerdPrideRadio on some social medias that I never check. But to be completely honest, the best way to come talk to me is sign up for my, for my forums at NerdPrideRadio.com slash babble. Uh, sign up, send me a message, we'll hang out together, we'll become best friends in the world. We'll have fun. <laughs> No, oh, there we go. Okay, now it's recording. Sorry, I guess I'm in the big seat now, and Mike will have to be across the table because I'm the one talking. And, uh, you know, he's, he's over there helping Lisa with some stuff, so I just get to talk to you guys. How have you guys been? It's been wild and crazy lately, but 
I feel like things are turning around. I've got a new job. I I don't I don't feel like I'm dreading looking at the news anymore. My life is calming down finally and I feel like I can breathe. And I know you don't get this kind of levity from Aiden the the yuck yuck foil to Mike's comedy, but I I know I usually come off as an asshole, but I really do care about all of you listening. It means a lot to me that me and Mike don't just do this podcast to an empty mic. There are people that we can talk to and people who want to listen to us on the other end of this. You listening. You matter. Oh, Mike's back. I should probably give him his chair back. Uh Uh-huh. That sounded very heartfelt. I wasn't paying much attention because I was helping your mom, but yeah, you never uh, it sounded attention. very sweet. So anyway, Sorry, I had to get back in my uh, stage persona. So, <laughs> so uh, looks like you need more training. <laughs> looks like you need more training. So anyway, uh, we we already had our silence. So um, this is listener betrayal. <laughs> this is now it's time for listener betrayal. Before we start recording every podcast, we recording recording. Shut up. Erdy herdy, we're fucking recording. So, we go out to our our uh, platinum list for Aiden and gallium list for me, and we say, "Hey, we're recording." And then we ask some weird questions, and then anything people respond to us uh, during the time we're recording, we will read off at the end of the podcast, which is what we are doing right now. And I don't know how many responses I have because my phone hasn't been beeping that much. But um, I also have only a few responses. All right. Let me kick this off. Uh, I've got... Oh, yeah. See? Way to be prepared, Mike. I even had the thing paused, and I still couldn't pull the damn list up. Because I'm dumb. All right. Um, who do we start with? Who do we start with? Yeah, almost no responses. This will be quick. Uh, I sent one to Aiden. And for Aiden, it says... Hello, we're recording. Ask anything. Also, uh, excuse me. It's not what that said. Well, I don't want to hurt anyone else's feelings. So, anyway, it says also, imagine you've been in an accident and we need to sew your head onto someone else's body to keep it alive for two months. To my favorite member of the Nerd Prize Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, you don't do that. Don't tell them I said you were my favorite. It'll hurt their feelings. Oh, would you rather I lie to them? You're sleeping with him tonight. <laughs> All right. I mean, how do you think I got the job? <laughs> also, imagine you've been in an accident and we need to sew your head onto someone else's body to keep it alive for two months while we grow you new parts. I was gonna say Amy Wong. I'm gonna I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. Who, I was gonna say Amy Wong. Who do you, who do you want to be a two headed person with for that long? Amy Wong would have been a fantastic answer. I would have. That would have been that would have been the winner, but. Aiden's reply is, you, Mike, and then we can cosplay as an Etten at Gen Con. Oh, that's good. That's good. This was a tough question to write because I didn't want to make an Etten reference in the question, but I also didn't want to say anything like two-headed freak or two-headed monster because, you know, there are two-headed people, and I would hate to hurt their feelings. So so I just went with two-headed person. That seemed fair, right? Yeah. All right. The next one is uh, is from my mom. My mom. And my mom says, 
I say, who do you want to be a two-headed person with for that long? She says, my dad. So, so yeah, duh. You guys, you guys have been well. They've they've been trapped in isolation together for a year with no human contact until a week ago when they were finally both fully vaccinated. And uh, all right, because they're old people. They both they both have uh, very serious Stockholm syndrome, and uh, and they truly believe that they love each other. It's Oof. really weird. That's rough. Um, <laughs> oh God, this is good. She she says. Uh, she says her husband, and then says, "Your dad says he wants his he wants his head on Eva Longoria." <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, uh, let's see. Next one is from. Oh, hey Frankie! All right, hey Frankie. Frankie says, I wouldn't want it to be anyone I love because I would imagine never spending a moment apart for two months would wreck that relationship. Also, who wants to be with a loved one when they poop? It would need Ooh, to- me. Pick me. Pick me. <laughs> me. Right over here. Me. It would, yeah, it would need to be someone of equal intellect because I would kill a dumb person, thus negating the whole keep the head alive thing. Or one could go towards a master blaster situation. Maybe a Korean woman. Since this is my favorite food, so many choices. Okay, Heather Haying. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Is that a, is that a real person, Frankie, or well, uh, not real person? Is that is that a celebrity? Oh, what, per- Koreans aren't real people. <laughs> is that a Mike? Is that a a celebrity person that I would know, or is this just a friend of yours? I have no idea because I've never heard the name before. So I'm looking it up very quickly. Oh wow. American biologist Heather E. Haying. Wow. That's interesting. Well, all right. I still don't know if she's a celebrity, but um, but her name comes oh, up what, here. Oh, what, smart people can't be celebrities? Huh. I wonder if she's like some kind of... Heather Haying, professor in exile, evolutionary biologist. Sounds fascinating. Um, anyway, I, you know what? I'm not going to dwell on this too long. But all right, good choice. Thanks for feeding the podcast for next week. Uh, oh, look at this Jeff Hawes replied. Well, hey, Jeff. Uh, Jeff says, number one, what's the worst character concept you've ever encountered or played yourself in a role-playing game? All right. You read it again once more? What is the worst character concept you've ever played ever encountered or played yourself in a role playing game okay the worst character concept mhm this one's a tough one for me because i really i i think even the crappiest character the crappiest idea if played correctly no no i i know exactly the one okay or ones okay uh, it's not really it's not really one specific character I can nail down, but it is one specific player. Uh-huh. And this is the player where they will look up overpowered builds on the internet. They don't make a character, they just make a build. Uh-huh. They want to have a super strong character with no development whatsoever. 
I can see that. And this is not just how they play D&D. It is Dark Souls. It is any RPG game with a leveling system. Uh-huh. I've got it. I, I, I understand it. I've played with that kind of person before. Um, yeah, I mean, look, to me, the worst character concept is the one that doesn't come with a personality. And, and that is, I have had uh, players that, yeah, very specifically, this player is looking for this cool ability but mostly because they think it's what's going to make them the most powerful or mm-hmm. most dynamic or most important person in the group. And they don't attach a personality to it. Right. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the, the concept, except that they don't put anything into it other than... Okay. Because, for example... There, there, was, there was one thing that this guy always puts into his characters, and that's racism towards elves. Okay. Every time. I don't know why. Yeah, look, without because uh, I've had I've had times where I wanted to play, I wanted to play a dwarf with well, I, okay, I wanted to play uh, someone with, with max maxed out hit points. I wanted to go with the most hit points I could possibly get out of a first level character. Beard blood, axe blood. Yeah, and it's something like that. But then, you know, once I've designed it, I'm still going to give it a personality. Right. You know, like yes, maybe I'm doing this min maxing thing. Because I want to see what I can do with this ability. What happens when you take this to the extreme? But I give it a personality to go to with it. To the extreme, I dope the mic like a vandal. Right. Light up the stage. And wax the jump like a candle. Uh, but. Dance. Stop it. Stop it. Say. Right. Like a harpoon daily and nightly. No, no, you're just, you're just going to embarrass will, yourself. Will it ever stop? Yo. I don't know. Turn out the lights. No, turn out. And I'll glow. Yeah, you're yeah. really. I'm just trying to trigger you here. Um, all right. His next part of Jeff's uh, answer is he answers my question. He says, "I'd like to be joined with the Jones, which is what he calls my brother Kyle, because I'd like to see what is so tempting about being the world's greatest villain, total despot, and all around meanie pants worse than Thanos and buff vegan and super buff vegan." Yeah, y- you know what? Who wouldn't want to be joined to that bod for a couple of months? I mean, obviously not me. I'm related I mean, to him. That would, would be have kind a of protein, gross. You would have a protein deficiency, but... Yeah, so... Uh, but you'd be jacked. <laughs> so, uh, next up... Oh, it's Garrett. Oh, he'll respond to you. I see how it is. I suppose my roommate Isaiah, since we live with each other anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I can see that. Although... I would find them both dead somewhere. Right. <laughs> Probably. I don't know who killed who, but they would um, both be dead. Probably because you can't put heads in the Alright. Uh, Play in the space, mother! Alright, so I asked my wife, uh, who would you want to be a two-headed person with for two months? Uh, wait, 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 don't tell me. Chris Hemsworth. And, she's, and she said, look at this GMC Acadia for sale. No, <laughs> but before that, before that... She said, well, I think it would have to be you, sweetheart. Aww. Aww. But I think that's only because uh, she's busy working and didn't put enough thought into it and didn't re- realize... Didn't realize... She, that, she wanted her body fused to a GMC Acadia. She didn't realize that Chris Hemsworth was an option. So... And then... Uh, 
Last up is, oh, it's Dave. Well, hey, Dave. Dave says, oh, man, I probably missed this show. No, you didn't. Nope, you're right on but time. clearly, Mike Jones of Nerd Pride Radio fame. So, I think you win for most people wanting to be fused to your body. You know, <laughs> He's like a Hydra. You guys have to stop. I think when you kill wait, wait, one you, fan, two you guys, more rise in its place. You guys, you were in there, too. I think I think we'll form a barbershop quartet. <laughs> a barbershop one guy. So, anyway, um, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. All right. That's it for my list. All what right. do you got? Uh, I sent out, uh, hi to Platinum, Platinum members, my dad and I recording today. If you'd like us to say something or have us read anything, now is your chance. We'll, we'll read anything you send us. Seriously, anything you type will be read off. This week's question. Okay. I know. What, get, get. And the first response is uh, uh, from Lisa. She says, this week's answer is. <laughs> All right. She got the joke. All right, uh, the next one comes to us from Ben. He says, what's the question? Oh, Ben. Uh, You disappoint me. The the, the next one comes to us from Gary. He's like, this week's question is... Hey, Garrett, Garrett, Garrett. Check it out. I pooped your pants. Whoa! (laughs) Uh, The next one comes to us from Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey. He says, wow, that really gets me thinking. I guess if I had to answer, it reminds me of that time when we... It really does. Uh, the next one comes from Isaiah. He says, what's the question? Wow, your friends are so literal. Can you guys not think outside the box on this one? Uh, and the last one comes from Ryan. And he says, I'm not sure, but what reason would you have for interrupting Mike's Yeezy? <laughs> you would not. Okay, so we're driving to get gas in my car. And Mike is playing music. Uh-huh. And he gets a phone call in the middle of Monster by Kanye West. And out loud, he says the words, How dare you interrupt my Yeezy. <laughs> words out of his mouth. <laughs> Did I say that? Those were your words. Man, I am really funny. <laughs> all right cool i appreciate me thank you ryan all right and uh, that's all i got all right well that's the end of this podcast you guys have been awesome thank you for being here uh seriously send us some podomatics we are running low ryan. just just one or three or 18 18 150 ryan 18 would be the perfect one number for every pokemon in the original series seriously ron if you're listening uh kyle sarah beth just send me 18. That's all. That's that's all I need. Not not 18 between you. 18 each. That's what I'm looking for. Then we'll be done. Ryan, you know your duty. <laughs> you said duty. Good night. Goodbye, everybody.